Dinner Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome. Welcome, welcome to the Skinny Jean Gardener Podcast. It's great to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, as always, to everyone that's reviewed and to listen. You know, thanks for listening. I mean, that's the... Sure. I hear what you're saying. We're listening. Okay, fine. <laughs> that's that's probably is enough. I know what you're saying. But um, thanks to everyone that reviews. You guys are wicked. As you may know, throughout the six weeks holiday, not only have I dropped the price... What a nice guy. Hey, hey, what a nice guy. He's dropped the price of his book to a tenner. Nice one, Lee. Not even dropped the book price. I'm also giving away one book every single week to you, lovely listeners. Uh, if you put a nice review. I was going to say just a review, but let's say nice review. Obviously, some slight favouritism if you put a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I really appreciate it. It really helps people to see the podcast even more. So thank you so much for that. Um, Right, let's get into today's podcast. Let's press the intro and then I'll talk to you after this. Right, let's get into it. Today, we've got Melanie Lysak on the podcast, part of the whole Garden Staycation series that we're doing with Flymo. Uh, you know what? Like, I've mentioned it a lot. I talk about it a lot on the Monday podcast, where I just chat to you. It's really given me such focus throughout this six weeks holiday. And doing these chats also is really great for me to see what everyone else gets up to. Like, everyone else is doing, you know, very different ideas uh, so me and Melanie today sit down and talk about that a little bit of what she does as well uh, and about how she gets her son outside in the garden um, I really enjoyed this chat and I'm really enjoying this little series we're doing here um, about garden staycation and if you don't already know uh, look I've, I've challenged you guys to be part of it you you can be in part of it I've sort of put a bit of a, a kid's spin on it that I want you guys to create your own garden then oh, I should have I should have challenged Melanie, shouldn't I? She's got enough going on with this this garden. She's got enough. She's got a little courtyard that uh, she's creating an awesome, awesome space with. Uh, and we talk about that a lot in this podcast. And um, yeah, well, look, I don't know if I'll... I always talk too much. I feel like someone said the other day, you don't have to talk a lot at the start of the podcast. So I know, I can't help it. I'm a chatter. I do realise Monday's podcast is for me to... To blurt out all my ideas <laughs> for you guys to come back. So, should we get into it? Let's do it. If you want to find out more, and Melanie does mention it, it's interiors.com if you want to find out more. Uh, also on the Insta as well, is exactly the same thing. Uh, she's an interiors obsessive and a DIY enthusiast, interior blogger, content creator, style and design consultant, and four time award winning blogger. Let's get into it. Chat, 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 chat. The garden chit chat. Chat, 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 chat. The garden chit chat. <laughs> how's, um, how's everything going? Yeah, good. So I've been working hard on the um, garden staycation for the past week, mainly just trying to clear it out because. 
as you know, I've been watching you doing yours as well. It's it's the build-up of stuff mm. that needs to be cleared out before you can start afresh. So yeah, well, I've got my um, are... I've got my mother-in-law Sorry? down at the moment, and um, oh, that's nice. Oh yeah, oh yeah, sure. And uh, <laughs> she came, she came and looked at the garden, and she went, "What is going on here?" And then her and my wife have now decided that tomorrow will be the day that they will help me clear the stuff. Okay. But I don't understand that that stuff is very important to me. And even if I don't use it for another 10 years, it needs to go somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. Mine has just been like, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to change this part of my garden. Because I think in your house and also outside your house, there's always an area that kind of acts as like a magnet for stuff that you don't really know what you're going to do with. But you're like, "Mm, I'll just leave that there for now. And then it just stays there yeah. until you actually do something into it and it builds up and it builds up and then that was why I wanted to do this courtyard area because it was in my home because it actually has like really good bones it's got like a lovely wall like all this ivy that goes over the top but it just became like a dumping ground of mm-hmm. like things stuff stuff that needed to go to the tip stuff that needed to be moved elsewhere and I just thought, I can't, you know, I think this could be such a good project. So that was why I was great when Flymo contacted and said, do you want to collaborate on this? I was like, yes, please, uh, yeah. let's, let's sort it out. <laughs> uh, what is your theme? What is the theme you're doing? So I've got um, an Italian, romantic Italian courtyard is my theme, basically. The whole idea was um, me and my husband would usually every summer just get like a weekend away. We just go to like a city break and we'd just, you know, do all those things that you do before you have children, like have a meal undisturbed. Um, you know, and just we used to love to just sit outside and, and like, you know, watch everyone doing their thing and, you know, just a, a, on a warm evening, glass of wine. Obviously, that's not going to happen this year at all. Um, and so I thought, well, we've got this courtyard, which is lovely and a tip. And, you know, this could be a great place to actually have one of those like al frescoes or romantic meals, um, but still be at home, nice. you know, with our son asleep upstairs. So baby monitor just sort of put out of the view. But um, I just thought that would be a great like theme because then we can really use the space, like mm. actually really be like, great, we can have you know, a bit of a like relaxing evening at home with, you know, fingers crossed the weather holds out for the rest of the summer, but we've had a pretty good one so far. So I just, that was my theme, a kind of grown up um, place to just have a, a, somewhere to sit and eat dinner in the evenings. That's nice. I've I've actually had to stop showing my, I spoke about this uh, in last week's podcast, but Actually, had to stop showing my wife what everyone else is up to in their gardens because we're doing because oh, really? we're doing like a magical theme park theme, yeah. Uh, and everyone else is getting like something nice and romantic. <laughs> Doesn't make her happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be amazing, though, isn't it? So it's really cool, though. But everyone's got their, a, a space in their garden which pff, they feel like they've they could do something with, but it's just underused. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, and I think as well, this project's great because I think it's really, and I find this difficult as well, even though I do like interior stuff all the time, I actually find it quite hard to do gardens because it's so, I think it's really difficult sometimes to just get a bit of a vision of like what you can do. Mm-hmm. So I think by doing this um, 
project, you know, the group of us that are doing this project with Flymo, I think it, hopefully it will really give people like, ideas of just ways that they can change things up. And it seems from looking at what everyone's doing, there seems to be like a really wide like spectrum of what people are doing from like getting stuck in with like removing all the soil and like a total kind of overhaul. Whereas to some, I guess more like mine, which is I really wanted to focus on showing on how with like the right styling and the right pieces and like giving everything that you've got already like a good lick of paint, you know, you can completely transform something. Um, so it doesn't, you know, if you can't, you know, if you're not capable of actually sort of like digging everything out and starting from scratch, how you can change it up. So I, hopefully I think that will give a lot of um, people a bit of inspiration about what can, they can do in their gardens. Definitely. And for, for what you're, from what you're doing it's a bit more it's, it's probably more accessible to people that are like following the journey because it's not it's not nothing like made like structurally major yeah i'm not doing that and i'm upcycling loads of stuff most lots. yeah it's <laughs> so i'm upcycling a lot of stuff um and bringing in a lot of like planting a lot of trees and just showing that those bringing in sort of the greenery to kind of a space that didn't have any greenery because it just like it didn't it had empty couple of empty old pots and the bins yeah you know just how it can you know bring a space to life and and as because it's not actually in ground as well just showing how I can put things you know build up pots and planters and all that kind of stuff so yeah I think there's wide spectrum of what everyone's doing and because everything was everyone's doing something different I think that's really interesting as well yeah I like that um yeah uh, let's talk about you quick because I feel like we've jumped straight into Garden Staycation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we don't know about you. Uh, what what um what are you all about? Like how um tell us a bit about yourself. So I am first and foremost an interiors blogger. I've got a blog and I write all about. Um, I do a lot of stuff in my house. I do a lot of DIY, so I document all of that sort of stuff. But I also talk about trends, new furniture collections. Um. That's my main thing, really. I do. I write a blog every week on interiors and what's new and um, just things I've been, projects I've been doing around my house. Um, but then I also do a bit of design consultation for private clients. So just my whole thing is very much getting like a sort of more high-end look for less. Yeah. Um, and I really feel that interiors should be accessible to all. Like I really felt a little while ago it was very much sort of something interior design was something that only kind of like more well-off people could have and a lot of people also I felt just needed to be pushed in the right direction they didn't want to pay someone loads of money to come in and like take over they kind of just wanted someone to come in and be a bit like you should paint it this color and like move this over here bring this in so I do that for clients I do a lot of brand work for clients as well photography and styling so it's a bit of a mixed bag but you can find out everything about me on on my blog which is www.melanielisackinteriors.com sorry shameful promotion good plug you gotta do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's me really how long have you been doing that for um i started properly in 2016 that's when i first started writing the blog i um moved to the house that we're in now and I was just doing loads of stuff in the house and people were coming over and saying like, Oh, I really like how you've done that. You know, have you done it? You know, you should document this. So I just did. I just had my son and I was on maternity leave and you know, I was like, right, yeah, I'm going to get stuck into this. Give me a bit of a project. 
and then it kind of like just took off from there um you know you start these things and you think oh you know your mum is gonna read it you, <laughs> you know partner at a push but it started to become really popular and from that just little things sort of started you know I started working with brands and then I had people contacting me wanted you know a bit of help and advice and I just grabbed every opportunity really and so now that's that's what I do full time I never actually went back to my old job I just followed this down so it's been great because interiors has like always been my massive passion and hobby um I worked in the music industry before that so a bit say, different. what did you do before that yeah <laughs> yeah but I worked in the music industry for like my whole career life before that I worked for the big labels like Universal, Warners, oh. EMI um but I was my husband's a musician as well so we were all it was all a bit like that was our whole life so it's nice to have a different uh angle to to our lives now rather than just being in the music industry so yeah that's what I did very different yeah crikey that is a, that is such a change <laughs> <laughs> um and you've got a, a son I do I have a six-year-old son Jackson yep um he's autistic so it's a lot of things that we do in the house have to be very sympathetic to him in terms of um you know I, I guess that's probably why I like to do a lot of stuff more like styling and changing things up without a lot of disruption because yeah. obviously he can't handle a lot of the noise and stuff so um yeah so yeah six-year-old son um very happy boy Currently, uh, where, where's he going at the minute? It's off somewhere with his dad, so to give me some peace to do this. <laughs> I bet you were going on holiday. Well, don't this way. Stay at home, staycation, we're flat, high, moan. 
you come around We're on holiday But sort of not on holiday staycation That's what we're doing, hun Gonna create a holiday at home Oh While a flamel does the rest They really are the best Better than all the rest Because I like, um, I talk a lot about kids gardening and getting kids mm. out there. So, is it um, is that something you 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 do much? I do with Jackson because you know what? Because he's autistic, he is massively like he just loves nature. Yeah, like you find that with a lot of autistic um, children. I mean, I don't I don't want to like say all autistic people are the same, but generally, it's a they find that they've got a sort of like a real inclination to be drawn to nature. Like we live in Epping Forest, and he loves just the trees and everything else. So I get him out in the garden. I mean, he mainly just loves to like dig stuff up and, uh, you know, he's not so, you know, I try and get him to put some plants in. He, you know, he's a bit of a chuck it in there, but, you know, he loves to dig stuff up. Um, I love to get him involved in the gardening. That is something that, you know, from my youth, my granddad was a huge gardener. Right. And that was where my interest in, like, I feature a lot of flowers and stuff in my work and my interest from in gardening he had that real kind of like Brit, what I say, like British garden. It was full of sweet peas. It was full of hydrangeas, you know, and I just have all these vivid memories of playing in his garden and him doing the garden and teaching me, you know, all the different, you know, how to do your seeds and put your seeds in and just being like blown away. And that, that stuck with me my whole life and yeah. had, me had a real appreciation of, of gardening and, and, just how you you know just the summer months and just having a garden full of color and so yeah I definitely do that I'd with Jackson I just like to you know I think you just you know even if he's covered in mud you just let, let him get stuck in and and I think that stays with them yeah so. definitely I'm so interested that I when I was younger I never did any garden so I felt like I, I missed out um then that's why I do I've got a um she's five years old my daughter's Olive and mm. that's why I do so much garden with her because I feel like I I missed out on those those days and um, right. So it's really cool that you you managed to do it with your like my granddad hates gardening. Like his oh, really? I, his idea of gardening is chucking a load of weed killer down and that's him done. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start getting into gardening then? Like about six years ago, six seven years. Oh ago. really? 
So when you're when you're a grown up, yeah, was so when yeah when I was a bit more grown up, yeah. Um, and what made you start doing that? Uh, the reason I started was because I moved out of my home to move in with my, mm. my wife, and mm. um, me and my brother missed each other. Well, we don't miss each other well, much anymore because we see too much of each other. But we used to miss <laughs> each other because we used to be so close. And um, yeah, and so we decided that we were we're going to do something together and. We were going to um, be in a band, but both of us couldn't play any instruments, so that was useless. <laughs> and we were rubbish at sports, so gardening was just one of those things we both knew zero about, and um, yeah. we thought we'd learn together, and that's how, how we started. And now you love it. Now I love it, yeah. I can't get enough of it here. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good for your, like, I think it's so good for your mental health. I think over these few months of lockdown, I was so grateful to have a space with a garden. Mm-hmm to get out in the garden and to sort of tend to my plants each day. And I think, and you know, obviously with Jackson and that just, I just think it, it just gives you so much, like it just calms you have been out in the garden and working on the garden. It's, it's just so good for you. So I can see why um, people really like, you know, cause you know, it's quite encouraged now, isn't it? Doctors and stuff say getting out in the garden. So yeah, it definitely helps. Yes. I, think, I think for adults it's more like spending time on your own is quite, good for thinking yeah. about everything and being away from everything yeah. um and for children just a bit like it's just i feel like um i don't like talking about it too much because i think like screen time is important in some sentences but just mm. in a, a balance but yeah. um but i think it's good for for them to, to like have a bit of time away from that and like get outside mm. and get messy like i think that's one especially yeah. for parents like i even though I talk about it, it's really difficult as a parent, isn't it? It's like, um, not like, like when they get messy, it's a bit like you, there's something in you that wants to say, no, 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 no. But you can't, you sort of have to hold it back. Hold it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I had that yesterday, actually. We went to South End for the day and he was just like rolling in seaweed. And I was just like, oh, oh, you know, just thinking about the car. But thinking, no, come on, school holidays, yeah. just let them crack on with oh, it. What was South End so, like? Was it good? It was glorious, actually. Was it? Was it busy down there? Yeah. Not, I mean, it was all right. It wasn't as, you know, it wasn't chaos. It was, we went early and we went on some rides and we went oh, on the, the rides beach. are open? Yeah, the rides are open. Wicked. They're all... You know, and they've got it all covered. It's all like you know, clean them all in between. It's it's really good, and you've got a handout when you go in. And um, no, it was good. It was it was nice. The weather was perfect, so that was a nice day out. That was a selfish question for me. It wasn't really meant for the podcast, but I'll leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of somewhere to go with. Like, Olive like loves the garden. Don't get me wrong, but over lockdown, we have we've used it to its absolute max. Oh, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, because you've you've got you've you've got your little courtyard, but you've also got a bigger bigger space, right? Yeah, so we've got like well, I always call it like our secret garden uh, because you've got basically we go out the back and then the garden's not right there. It's like you have to go down a little kind of like path and then it's like right at the bottom. It's the way the houses are on our street are all it's very weird setup but it is kind of like a secret garden which on one case in one side I like love because it's people are like amazed when they come here but then the other time is that because you know you don't see it all the time unless you're going down if the weather's no good yeah. you know it's you don't go down there so much so but um no it's yeah we've got a, we've got so we've got courtyard bit and and a garden that goes down very very lucky so 
yeah it's a lovely lovely house does your like interior design like i've always think that people like that do what you do and any sort of design things are always thinking they think a bit differently like like the way you you like you like you put stuff out like i mean that's the reason people get designers to do stuff because obviously some people's minds don't think that way yeah it can be hard to be kind of visualized i think yeah is that what yeah, yeah. that's what i'm trying to say yeah does that does that yeah. sort of mind help you in the garden like p- picture that in I the think, garden as well i actually think it's like the other way around i think i get so much inspiration from like the natural colors of the garden that then it i bring that into the inside right. of the home so I mean, there's, you know, there's no way that you can match, like, the colours of, of nature. Do you know what I mean? It's so, so when they all come out and you see those colours together, you think, oh, that looks so good. Or, like, when you get a, an amazing bouquet of flowers and the way the... And you think, well, I'd never actually put purple and orange together, but this actually really works. And if it works in nature, the chances are it's going to work in your house. I think one of the main things that people say to me, like, I use a lot of blue in my home. I love it. And when I go to clients and I say, you know, I actually think a really blue would work here. The first thing they say is, oh, but it's so cold. Blue's such a cold colour. And I like say to them, well, when you wake up on a day and it's clear blue sky and you look out, do you think, oh, I'm not going to go out today. It's cold. That's so true. I was like, you don't. You feel, you feel like you want to get out there. It's warm. You know, so you've got to look to nature to bring in to your house for your design. So I always look at like planting and going to like the garden centres and just seeing the colours that I'm drawn to and putting them all together in the garden. Because I think that really makes you see what, you know, what kind of colours and tones work really well. Definitely. And then you can bring that indoors. And then, you know, that builds you. I think a lot of things are confidence as well. A lot of people are really nervous about bringing things like, I mean, I'm a big colour lover. People are nervous to bring colour in their house. They'll tend to just, I'll paint it all one colour and then maybe we'll bring in a bit of, but you know, but look to like what you love in the garden, and if it's full of colour and it brings you so much joy, mm-hmm. you know, try and transfer a bit of that into your home. You can start first of all bringing like with a bit of art, your soft furnishing, furnishings, you know, stuff that if you think actually I don't, it's not for me, you can take out again. But the more you build that up, the more confidence, the more you'll find you'll start then putting it like colour on your walls, and then once you've done that, you know, yeah. it'll be everywhere. So, now let me run something past you i've not talked about this on the podcast before right but okay. i had this idea it didn't happen in the end because my wife vetoed it but when okay. we first moved to our house i thought then this is a bit extreme to what you just said but i thought a great idea would be is if we had the outside in and the inside out so i was gonna do a full-on garden with like grass and every not proper grass obviously but grass and deck chairs and like t- patio tables inside our front room and then bring okay. a living room outside underneath something obviously sheltered because there'd be a sofa thoughts so you've got deck- <laughs> <laughs> i can see why your wife first of all was like uh no <laughs> for about a week i, I thought i could get like, away with I it she was like thinking about it no, I tell you what. No, the, I tell you what's re- like this year. Like, a big trend I've really noticed is the kind of inside-outside chair. So it's like it can be a deck chair, but it also can be like a really designer chair. There's like a few brands like Firm Living that are doing these amazing like indoor-outdoor chairs. So maybe that's the route you should go down. Having these like cool indoor-outdoor chairs, so they look good inside and they look outside as well mm. for bringing the garden in. That's what I would 
recommend. Mm. But bringing your your living room outside, I mean, that's like a huge, like that's such a good thing to do. Having that sort of like dining table outside and all that because it's amazing. It's having amazing like having that set up outside. So. I'm more inclined to go for your idea of bringing the living room outside than bringing your garden inside. But do check out the fancy deck chairs that are going on this do. year. I will do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that, like, what you like talking about, like, bringing the inside out is like, that's what people, everyone buys a house and it's always like, they need a parking space, they need about mm-hmm. 10 bathrooms and need a garden. Mm-hmm. But the garden's always that, feels like it's an underused it's another room but no one really realizes it's there like it's an underused yeah. space yeah yeah no absolutely i think the more um you sort of bring your inside out the more you'll spend time in your space and i think a lot of like it's really going that way now because there's so many products like outdoor rugs outdoor like you can get like lights and lamps now which look like actual lamps you'd have in your house but they're for outside oh really and they're amazing um you know all that sort of stuff indoor outdoor cushions so you know they look like they could be their indoor cushions but actually they're completely like weatherproof and you know that is such a huge people are really like cottoning onto that now and so you can have all these products that makes it look like you're indoors but it's outside so you get to enjoy your outdoors in the you know in the summer but have all the comfort and design and style of what you'd have inside. Yeah, that's really cool. I love that sort of thing. I need to get some of that in my garden, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Jackson, what sort of things have you got in the garden that um, for him? Oh, so Jackson is like um, a massive sensory seeker. So we have, you know, all the stuff like sand, trampoline, swings, I've been trying to get a slide, but they're like sold out everywhere. I think really? it's everyone because of lockdown. It's like everyone's purchased all the garden equipment for the kids. Um, we've also got one of those really nice, you know, like it's it's like a swinging chair. I don't know what the proper name is. Like my mum gave us one of those. So, yeah, he loves the sort of sense. We try and make it as fun as possible. That's really cool. For him. Um yeah, that sort of stuff. Water play. He like loves water play, so we try and get a lot of that stuff in as well. I'm not. I mean, I love my garden and I love having all my plants and everything, but I don't make it like it's not like a. I'm not overly precious on it as well. Like, I think if you're going to have a patch of grass which is a bit not growing so well because you've got a trampoline on it, I mean, hey, it w- it will grow back. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's definitely. You know, so we we have a lot of yeah, a lot of physical stuff out there for him because that's that's what he likes. Um, and yeah, and I and, and you know we kind of divide it into sections. So this is Mummy's nice like flower garden section, and then that's Jackson's bit, and then my husband, you know, he has his he's got he's got like an outbuilding which he has as like his kind of studio slash gym bit so we've all got our little parts that we're in <laughs> when we're out there <laughs> it's got what the thing is like if it's if it's a garden for a family it's got to work for everyone isn't it so it's yeah you know it's got to be usable for everyone yeah yeah i'd definitely say like if you really want it to look a certain way you know section it off like you would in you, you know how set you know have your section so this is that you know the part where you you know, you want to have to look in like a certain way and then that's another part, you know, just look at it and section it off um, to what works for you, really. Yeah, definitely. 
I love a trampoline as well. Like, I, I never regret, regret getting a trampoline. Although I sunk mine in the ground. Have you done that to yours? No. Does I it, thought it's you'd be all in? over that. I thought you'd... Yeah. It was... No. It was what, one that goes in? Well, it actually, I'll be honest with you. It was one that I got... I got lent one that goes that yeah. sinks in, and um, and then they took it back, and so I thought I'd try and buy one. And they were too expensive, so I oh, really? got a normal one. <laughs> yeah, we've I got thought, a normal one. Thought, well, it's the same thing, isn't it? Surely, and we sunk that, and it's all right. It's, it was a lot of digging. I'll be honest with you, it was a lot of digging. Oh no, we've not. We've, we've just got one of those standard ones that you get, which is fine. I mean, Jack. I mean, the thing with Jackson, he's like such a skinny little thing anyway it just make hardly makes a dent in it so he uh, yeah we do <laughs> he's got that one but no again i love love getting him out in the garden and, and playing out there so i love his room oh thanks when i saw Lots that picture time. i was like that is so cool <laughs> that was a labor of love that was i tell you because it was um doing like a wall mural like that it's like you do one bit but you have to wait so like i did a big rainbow so you have to wait, do a strip, wait for it to dry next day, do the second strip, wait for that to dry. So it's like it it took about, I think it took about a week and a half to do in, in total. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's fun and stuff. So and then I put it, I made it all like 3D by sticking on like Lego um, cars and things. So That's so cool. Yeah, he's, he's, I'm going to be gutted when like he grows out of it. <laughs> I have to get rid of it. <laughs> Because it was so much work. Yeah, there'll be one day he'll, he'll just want his room black or something. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> no. Um. Uh, that's really cool. I'm so I'm so excited to see how long do you reckon you'll be until you finish your your garden staycation. How much more you got to do? Not much longer, I think. I'm going to start doing my. Um, I've got these gorgeous planters that were here when we moved in, but they've just you know weathered really badly, and I hadn't done anything to them. Um, cause I've been working on other projects like the past year. So I'm going to start on those the weekend. Um, and then I've ordered a lot of stuff. I'm really excited about getting a lot of lighting into the space because I think that actually is going to be the game changer, mm-hmm. getting in a lot of overhead lighting. Um, I'm going to do a lot of like lanterns and all that kind of stuff as well for the atmospheric lighting. So I think once I get that in, um, that's going to be exciting. I did a big order this week down at the, that the garden wholesalers and ordered lots of olive trees and things like that. And that's being delivered, I think on Monday. So it's at the very exciting, exciting part of when everything's sort of going to start turning up. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think give it a couple of weeks and I'll be done. Oh, crikey. I feel like I'm well behind at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone seems to be doing different things at different stages. I think little Edwardian, I think they're pretty much nearly done now as well. Cause mm. I know he put a picture up last night of one area. Um, so yeah, it's 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 good, but yeah, I think a couple of weeks and I'll be done. So, where do you usually get your plants from? Is it from a, a garden wholesaler generally, or do you get it from garden centre? I go to I go to a place called Cruise Hill in yeah. Enfield, which is basically a whole street of garden centres. It's amazing, and it's just got loads of stuff, everything there. So I tend to go there, but I always shop like my local garden centres as well for little. I always feel like going to a garden centre, it's a bit like, you know, you never know what treasure you're going to find. You're going to just find this like amazing plant that you've never like heard or seen before and then you bring it home and nurture it. And um, so, yeah, I do, I do tend to go for the, for, when I go for lots of stuff, I'll go to Cruise Hill and then, but I'll always pop in a local garden centre mm-hmm. to just buy those few bits 
you know, hey, finishing touches. Did you get your terracotta pot the other day? I did. Yeah, I got it. And I had to get it into the back of a Fiat 500, which was not fun. Some big old pot. You got that a big pot like that into a Fiat 500? I did. It took me about 20 minutes manoeuvring it around, but I did it in the end. The things you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, thanks so much for chatting. Thank you so much for having me. No, no worries. Thank you so much. All right, see you later. Right, have a great one. I'll speak to you later. And you, bye. bye. Cha 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 cha. We're gonna chit chat. And there you have it. Thank you so much, Melanie, for being on the podcast. And you know, like I say, garden staycation is one of them things which is really focusing the mind at the moment. Uh, throughout the six weeks holiday and it's incredible if you go onto Melanie's Instagram you'll be able to see the full story it's in the highlights section of her Instagram you'll be able to see the transformation from start to finish uh, so go check that out right now um, can I plug my I forgot to ask I'm going to do it anyway I'm going to plug my little YouTube channel because loads of content is going up on the YouTube channel maybe you missed an episode I understand that's fine um, but on the YouTube channel you can go and see the clips from the podcast. I'm slowly putting them up there. Every Sunday and Thursday, you'll get a different clip uh, from the pod. Uh, and there could be a few more. It does it does uh, change each week. Uh, you might get a few little bonuses throughout the time. I've just put up, not long ago, a Flymo Garden Staycation video. All about... Well, go and check it out. It's all about a package that I got sent. It's... it's Probably my first unboxing in a while on the channel. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one. It's a good one. We talk about Garden Staycation, but also we go into the goodies that got sent. Go check it out on the YouTube channel. Um, right, anyway, look, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And uh, if you did, let Melanie know on the Instagram. Let me know in the reviews on the podcast. You can win a book, as you well know. Uh, and also tell your nan or your mum. Maybe not your nan. I don't know if this might not be your nan's thing. I don't know. I don't know. Is it your nan's thing? Could be. Might be. You might enjoy it. Tell your nan. See how that goes down. Let me know. Right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, much love. And uh, look after yourself. Look after the family. But most of all, look after that garden. Migration. Garden a podcast sponsored by Flyrose.